Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. You're on the D Hour Network. I'm your host, Marsha Patterson, on For Your Health. I want to wish everyone a happy Sunday. I'm hoping everyone enjoyed Mother's Day last weekend and, and taking time to spend more quality time if your mom's still living. And for those like me, my mom is gone. Um, hoping that you guys took time to reflect on the time you did have your mom and how precious she is to you, and we celebrate moms. So tonight my guest is Dr. Lester L. Carter. He has been with me before on the show, and if any of you taken time to listen to our previous blog, blog talk radio, you know how much wise and he has good wisdom. And Dr. Lester L. Carter, um, see here my let me get this thing here. Let me see what's happening with my. Bear with me here. You know, every now and then I have some technical difficulty with this computer logging in. Um, I know he's there, but I'm trying to bring him in. But Dr. Leslie L. Carter is a pharmacist, and he's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is home for me. And um, Dr. Leslie L. Carter is a pharmacist. Welcome, Dr. Leslie L. Carter. How are you doing? Oh, top of the evening. I'm doing well, thank you. It is such a pleasure to have you back on my show. I know when I go back and look at the numbers, I'm seeing so many people take interest in what you have to say. So I am so glad you're taking out time on your Sunday evening where you could have your feet up, watching television or doing whatever pleases you, but to take some time to share your history, your information, your knowledge with us, the next generation, because as you know how I feel about this, passing this information to the next generation is very, very vital, especially in the time and season that we're in with so many of our young people with their health issues and other issues that's going on. So uh, without any further ado, let's share with the listening audience who you are, give them background about Dr. Lester L. Carter and your start as a pharmacist because as we look around the United States as uh, with racism and everything else that seemed that everybody thinks like it's just happening, but it's, it's, it was here in back in the days, but it didn't stop you from excelling and being what God had designed for you to be. So give us a little history about who you are and where you come from, Dr. Carter. Why, certainly. My dear, would you believe in your wildest imagination that this humble druggist, which what I like to refer to myself as, but uh, <clears throat> to the other list, regular listening audience, they would probably be, uh, want me to refer to myself as a pharmacist. But in any event, this year, 2019, is my 61st year of practice, 61 years. And I come out of class of 58 of Creighton University, a Jesuit school in Omaha, Nebraska. And if you can imagine how many African-American students were enrolled in a pharmacy course at a Jesuit school in Omaha, Nebraska, in the 50s, I came through from from um, 54 to 58 after serving four years in the Korean War in the Navy, 
and I tell you, it was a challenge. I'll put it that way. And I mean a real challenge. There was um, a class of 42. We had six nuns uh, transferred in from Germany. Um, and all, of they did, all they did, night and day practically, was study and, and do something with those beads. And they graded on a curve. And there was 12 of us uh, veterans from the Korean War. And when we found out they were grading on a curve, Lord have mercy, we figured that if we don't stick together, we've had it, we'll all be out. And boy, in those days, there was no uh, discussion as to whether uh, you made the grade and whether you would be allowed to stay in. If you didn't make the grade, they were... Very, very um, um, adamant in showing you where the door was. In fact, in our class of 42, the beginning freshman class had three African-American students, me, and uh, they had two other uh, young people out of high school, real geniuses. At the end of the first semester, there was only one left, and you're talking to him. Wow. You stop and think. I got mustered out of the Navy on a Friday. On Monday, I started the school with 18 hours facing me, organic chemistry, inorganic chemistry, physics, calculus, all the arts courses, all the pharmacy courses. And I thought, my goodness gracious, I haven't opened a book in four years in the Navy. How in the world will I ever get through all of this? Well, fortunately, the um, fellow that lived across the street from me, he was also an only child, just like me. But the he never went to service, and he was a genius. And he said, now, look, Carter, I'll tutor you through that chemistry, and uh, we'll make this thing. I said, okay. So when I got through that first year of him helping me and tutoring me through that chemistry, I made up my mind, these next three years I'm going to make it. They're not going to get me wow. now that I made this first year. And But I want to tell you, it was a real, real challenge. And you got no special treatment whatsoever being African-American. You either cut the mustard or the, they were quick to tell you, let the door knob hit you in, in the back. I'll put it that way. That's a nicer <laughs> way to put it. Yes, but, yes. It was an absolute challenge, and in my junior year, I was fortunate enough to get a part-time job at a Rexall store, and I imagine the majority of your listeners uh, have never heard of a Rexall store, but just for your information, 
at that particular time, they were a king of the road. And uh, yes, long before anybody had ever heard of Walgreens, Rexall. And yes. I was in charge of all the important jobs, running the 20-seat fountain when the fountain lady wasn't there. She worked from uh, 10 to 5, and we were open from 7.30 in the morning to 11.30 at night. Wow. I was also in charge of mopping the floors, cleaning the place, checking in 300 magazines on Wednesday, and most of those are Playboy, and most of the fellows are lined up waiting. All right, Carter, hurry up so I can get my magazine. I said, yeah, all right. So that was also very interesting, I'll put it that way. At night at 7 o'clock when the deliveries were ready, that's when I took the deliveries all over this area of the city, which, by the way, was the richest area of Omaha. And that particular section of Omaha was called Dundee. And one of the customers, I think you might have heard the name before, he lived about eight blocks from the store, Warren Buffett. Wow. Still lives at the same house he lived in when I delivered to him in uh, the 50s. Wow. As time went on, and I'm delivering every night, um, one of the ladies at one of the uh, mansions that I delivered to, said, um, now, Carter, you know, I thought you told me you were going to pharmacy school to become a pharmacist. I said, yes, ma'am, I did. She said, you ever graduate? Well, what happened to you? I said, yes, ma'am, I graduated. She said, now, wait a minute, something don't add up. You graduated from Creighton. You're a pharmacist, but you're out here doing this delivering. How come you aren't working as a pharmacist? And, of course, in those days, an African-American pharmacist working in a white store in the richest neighborhood of the city was absolutely unheard of. You wouldn't even dream of it. And, of course, when I got back to the store, she had called some of her girlfriends, say, call up Chris, the owner, and... uh Ask him what's going on with Carter. How come he isn't working as a pharmacist? So the phone is ringing off the wall, screaming and hollering. <laughs> so all the pharmacists, we had six at that time. There were three on each shift. And uh, <clears throat> one of them who had been, oh, about three uh, classes uh, ahead of me in school, uh, said, you know, I got the answer. And they said, what do you mean you got the answer? What are you talking about? Can't have him working up here in a prescription department. Uh, people would complain. And he said, now look, you guys, in those days, about 80% of the prescriptions had to be compounded from scratch. You come in, you want 100 capsules. You didn't just count out 100 capsules. Each one you put the powder out, 
Each one had to be punched out. You wanted suppositories, you have to get the cocoa butter and all the ingredients, mix it together, roll it out, cut it out, cut them off, pinch the ends of them off, box them, and and uh, ointments and and uh, special elixirs. Some of them took two days to make, and those fellas hated that compounding. They said, look, build a little uh, corner uh, 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 nook where nobody could see him, put Carter in there, and let him do wow. all the compounding. And they said, that's a fantastic idea. He said, that way you guys won't have to be bothered with it. Let Carter do all of it, and then nobody can see him, so nobody can complain. And they said, yeah, okay, so they built me a little nook back there in the prescription department, and I did all the ointments and and the suppositories and capsules and all of that. And every so often, um, I would be back there working and, and uh, nobody else would be up there but me. Maybe the other pharmacists were downstairs in the bathroom or out to lunch or whatever. And I would go out and ask the, the uh, ladies at the counter, can I help you, ma'am? And they would look me up and down and say they assumed that I was a janitor. I said, no, I'm waiting for the pharmacist. I said, okay, well, they'll be back in a minute. I never showed any uh, anxiety or anything or act like I was upset. I just said, thank you, ma'am. And uh, the pharmacist come up and take care of them. But just to show you how that changed. After about three or four years, these same ladies would come up to the counter and look around, and the pharmacists go over and uh, ask them if they could help them. And they would look at them and say, well, um, you know, is Carter here today? Uh, I'd like for him to wait on me. He does such a good job. Oh, boy, that was just like sticking a knife right in their heart to think that they would ask for me. And, you know, and now these are rich white ladies coming to the counter asking, can Carter wait on me? Well, just as, that just gives you an idea of how all of this changed over a period of years. And we had this one doctor that uh, <clears throat> took care of these Indians uh, from outstate Nebraska. They brought them in every Thursday. And they would have sores on them and all kinds of skin problems. And uh, he would uh, prescribe all of these different uh, preparations and clear up all of these issues that they had. And, of course, I made them all up. Well, after about, oh, three months, four months, uh, he called up the owner. He said, um, Chris, who's, who's making up my uh, creams now? And he said, oh, he's, he's a new fella. He just got out of school, but he'll get better. Just give him time, and uh, he's he's going to improve. And he said, no, that's not what I'm talking about. They're working better than they ever were, and congratulate him. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And was just like <laughs> sticking a knife right in his heart. 
he went, he's come and told me, he said, uh, Dr. Crotty called. I said, oh, he did. I said, well, everything all right? Is he satisfied? He said, yeah, he's satisfied. In fact, he said, they're working better than they ever worked. And I didn't see him the rest of the day. But that just shows you what can be done with the right training and with the uh, right incentive to be as close to perfection as possible. And that's the way I always felt I wanted to be because I felt that if they were feeling something for me, I would want it as close to perfection as possible. Therefore, why shouldn't I be doing the same thing for them? Amen. And, uh, wow. And another thing, I always thought that someday, if I'm fortunate enough, I would maybe have my own store, and I could use all that training to prepare all of these different preparations um, that uh, uh, would address some issues that were not being addressed by the traditional prescribed medication. And to this day, once I got involved in that in my own story, there's 12 different medications that I formulated right here over 30-some years ago. And to this day, not a single one of them have been surpassed in effectiveness without side effects by the big drug companies. Now, I stay wow. just to show you how things can turn around. After, I'd, oh, about five years, six years in the prescription department, I kept moving up because when fellows would quit or leave or whatever, I always moved up. And when I left there ten and a half years later to come to Milwaukee, from the urging of a pharmacist that was a friend of my family uh, who had a store here in Milwaukee, I was in charge of the whole store, in the whole store, hiring and firing of everybody. Now, don't tell me what you can't do. And I'm the only African-American in the store, so don't tell me what you can't do. And when I... Listen to young people today complain about issues that uh, they're confronted with in their school environment. And I look at them and I think to myself, my goodness gracious, if I'd have had it that good, I'd have thought I was in second heaven. But this is (laughs) another day and age. People think differently, and so that's the way it is. But... um, when I came along, it was absolutely, totally, 100% different than it is now. What can I say? But you, you know, you have a very humble spirit, and it's, listening to your story about your journey out the military, uh, being confronted with racism the way you were, you didn't get angry. You use a humble. You have a humble spirit. And never, that I truly never believe. got angry. When I came wow. out of boot camp 
San Diego in the Navy, Truman had just signed up a document that um, African-American sailors could be assigned to any duty. Uh, They weren't just uh, signed to mess all duties and waiting on the officers. So when I come out of boot camp, I was one of the first African-Americans that took the uh, aptitude test and was judged to be good in medicine. So they sent me to Portsmouth, Virginia, uh, Corman School. That's just like medical school. And after finishing that, they had to make a decision as to, now what are we going to do with Carter? Well, they said, you know, he was an athlete back in in high school, long-distance runner. Why don't we send him to the Naval Academy in charge of the orthopedic ward, getting these injured football players back out on the field? And they thought, well, yeah, that's a good idea. So they sent me there for nine months. My job was to exercise them and work with them and all of that and get these big guys out back out on the field to play football. And while I was there, lo and behold, the biggest game of the year, which is, of course, Army-Navy game, came up. Yeah. And, of course, the coach was up there about three times a day. Carter, 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 I need him and him and him. This is the biggest game of the year. And I would tell him, well, I'm doing the best I can. <clears throat> well, lo and behold, Navy won. Lord have mercy. Coach was up there, <laughs> Carter, you want to become a Naval officer? I can make five appointments and uh, without congressional approval. And Oh, he just went on and on. I said, no, I just got out of boot camp. I don't want to go back through uh, all of this stuff again. Yeah, but wouldn't you? I said, no, no, no. So when my time was up there, they had to make another decision. What are we going to do with Carter now? Well, we got a ship out here, USS Tortuga. It needs um, uh, somebody to run the sick bay. Well, put Carter on there. So they put me on there and uh, sent me to Korea, and I was on the USS Tortuga for two and a half years. And you think that wasn't a challenge. We had no doctor and no dentist, and when we did, when we were fortunate enough to have one for maybe a month or two, uh, maybe three months at the very most, uh, and then they were transferred off. And while they were there, I would pick their brain about everything, that different questions and problems that I had with these sailors. And lo and behold, even one of the dentists showed me how to fill teeth, how to pull teeth, left his instruments with me. And so these sailors, when they would come in, screaming and hollering, I got a toothache, I can't go to duty today. I just put them in a chair, check it out, need a <laughs> filling, I'd fill it, take plaster of Paris and Eugenol, fill that sucker. If it need pulling, I would pull it, give them an hour off duty, and after that they were back to duty. 
And wow. they couldn't say, well, I want to go someplace else. Well, if you're out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, you don't have much choice. <laughs> you're pretty much stuck with Carter. So wow. that, was, that was an interesting challenge, I'll put it that way, for two and a half years. That's wonderful. My dear. I have my new I have my guests on there. We're going to take a break cuz I'm going on a break on our way back. We'll bring our guest in. Her name is Marcia and she'll be back oh, in. Okay. So we'll be back on the D Hour Network show. This is Marcia Thaddison, okay? Okay.
All right, just want to remind you guys, you're on the D Hour Network. I'm your host, Marcia Thaddison, and my guest tonight is Dr. Lester L. Carter. And also, I have a co-host, and just to confuse everybody, her name is Marcia also. Marcia, welcome. Marcia Dixon out of uh, Mississippi. Are you in Mississippi? Good to be on. I'm in North Carolina right now. Okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now, and we have Dr. Lester L. Carter, and I don't know if he was able to hear a little bit about his his life um, yes. in the Navy wonderful. and as a pharmacist. I know, isn't it wonderful? And you know, I had the privilege of living in Milwaukee. I actually lived down the street from him, and never used to go into the drugstore. And not until I got oh to Georgia, goodness. I understood the power and the education that Dr. Lester L. Carter has. So every time I go home, I make sure I go back into that store sit under his feet, I get some type of natural herbs or something, and I leave there with it. So um, do you have any questions for Dr. Carter based on what you were hearing? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, is he on now? Can it, can it, are we playing? Yes, in? he's there. He's listening. Okay. Yes. Uh, Dr. Carter, I heard you say yes. that it took you about two years before they were able to actually put you out front to do some things. And I, I was just amazed at the power of the women when they um, got on the phone with each other rather than gossiping, doing something good and actually bringing you to the forefront. In your, in your timing of medicine, even on the, the, uh, with the military, what was, what was one of the biggest things that you ran into as far as sickness, illnesses? Now, what, uh, I didn't quite get all of that question. You know, I have a hearing problem with a hearing aid. But what 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 was the question again there? What was the one of the major things that you ran into as far as illness or disease that you had to treat, whether it was on the whether it was in the military or whether it was uh out in the public in your in your career? In those now, days. if I understood you, you said what was the greatest issue that I encountered? A disease issue. Yeah, the health issues. Yes, the health issues that you confronted either on the military base or in the pharmacy during that time. Oh my goodness! Well, I encountered so many um, uh, on the what military the base, three? on the ship, mm-hmm. um, um, issues relating to. Of course, they didn't have a uh, chaplain or any of that. So whenever the uh, sailors would have issues, they'd come to Carter, no matter what it was, <laughs> whether it was a toothache or, or headache or didn't just didn't feel good, or you got to give them a couple APCs, tell them take an hour off and back to duty, or if they had uh, major issues uh, or they get a, a problem that, maybe something that we can't handle or I can't handle, then they would be transferred off to one of the uh, uh, flagships where they would have a doctor or a dentist like that. But just to give you some idea, sailors, uh, of course, out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, uh, would get a letter from home, what in those days we call them Dear John letters, where their girlfriend had left them or got married or whatever. And uh, 
this one young man comes in one morning, and uh, he had a box of cigars in his hand. He'd bought at the ship store. He said, Doc, I want you to have a cigar. I said, oh, wonderful, thank you. I said, what's what's that all about? He said, I just got a letter from home. And uh, my girlfriend uh, just um, had a baby boy. And I said, oh, well, that's interesting. I said, by the way, uh, how long uh, have you been away from home in the Navy? And he says, oh, I don't know, two and a half, three years, I guess. And I said, um, did you ever stop to think that uh, it uh, only takes uh, nine months for a, a baby to be born? And he stopped and got real quiet. Didn't say a word. He was just staring at the deck. After that, he walks over to the porthole, takes a whole box of cigars and throws them out through the porthole. Left. Wow. And he made a couple little statements before he left, but I wouldn't repeat them. <clears throat> they weren't the kind of statements that you don't want to repeat. But... Uh, uh, this is the type of uh, <clears throat> work-related issues that I was faced with practically every day. I come up at one particular time. The ship was under fire for 30 days in a row, night and day. But I would go up on the on the deck every morning to make sure everybody was at their gun torts, and, and uh, after about, oh, I would say maybe a week or two of that, I go up on the deck one morning, and I see the deck officer in charge of the deck, deckhands they called them, uh, down on his knees crying. And I said, Ensign Witzel, what's, what's, what's this all about? He says, I want my mother. I said, well, Ensign Witzel, we're out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean in a war. He says, I want my mother. And we could not get him to come around, no matter what we said. So we finally had to call, make a call into one of the flagships, and they sent over a helicopter, dropped a line, put him in a basket, and tied him in. And uh, they took him away and never saw him since. So I tell you, there were some very, very interesting, interesting um, areas of practice that I encountered in that four years in the Navy. Wow. Am I on? You you ended up being coaching. You ended up coaching and counseling and and ministering everything else in those situations. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, I, I, you name it. Well, they had so no place else to go. <clears throat> You're out in the middle of the Pacific. You can't say, "Well, I'm gonna run across the street or down the street or whatever." No, you're stuck with Carter. <laughs> well, Doctor Carter, yes, in your years, your earlier years, what were three major illnesses 
that you were had to encounter for treating. Now, if I understood you correctly, what major illnesses did I encounter, did you say? or Yes, that you had to treat in, in your early years. That I had to treat? Yes. In my early years. You mean yes. after I come out of the Navy and become yes. a pharmacist? Yes. Well, some of the areas that I did a great deal of work with, one was asthmatics. We had, I had to make up this elixir called Dewey's Asthmatic Elixir. It took two days to make, and uh, they'd take a teaspoonful every four hours, and it worked wonders in opening up the bronchioles so that they could breathe much easier. And keep in mind, in today's world, there's a tea, black tea, that contains as one of the uh, um, supplements in this uh, tea that's very, very close to being identical to that same supplement in these inhalers, black tea, available right in your health food store. Also, the... Uh, another area that <clears throat> I was confronted with, and of course that's with all of these different creams, eczema cream, creams for uh, clearing up uh, <clears throat> uh, these uh, ringworm issues in the scalp. Uh, right. All of these different types of creams uh, I had to master and uh, make up to clear up all these different issues. And uh, to this day, even to this day, I still make them up for these different special issues. And I've got people come in from out of state. Uh, In fact, uh, last week we had a lady in from New Orleans, another one in from, uh, well, from your home state, Atlanta, Atlanta. for uh, getting uh, medications for some of these areas that they had used various types of prescribed medications and have not got the results and have not cleared up the issue. So I'm still making them up today. And Lord knows, this is 61 years later. (laughs) That is awesome. That is truly awesome. So in, in today, go ahead, Marcia. Go ahead, Marcia. In today's society, the difference in what you saw back then as to what you see now, what would you say the the, the major sicknesses are that you've had to treat, uh, comparable to the ones that you had to treat in your early years? Well, my dear, <clears throat> keep this in mind. As we speak, right this moment, today, the possibility of people of color being diagnosed with either heart disease, which is a leading reason we're leaving this world, uh, uh, blood pressure issues, cholesterol, diabetes, and cancer is one in three. Now, if that isn't enough to curl your hair and cause you to make you a little nervous, I don't know what is. 
And yet, when is the last time you ever heard our leaders or, as far as that's concerned, the medical community, um, the uh, news media, even mentioning or making any issue of it whatsoever. One in every three is a candidate for one of those issues. And in many cases, more than one issue we're dealing with. So, and as far as natural remedies that I had the good fortune to study in pharmacy school because that was part of the curriculum. So in other words, this um, study of natural remedies and the uh, suggestions of natural remedies didn't come from, say, some magazine. This was all part of the curriculum, botany, pharmacography. And if you didn't uh, master those uh, curricular uh, studies, you flunked out just like that. So, Dr. Carter, what you're saying now, right now, is that you had to actually study the natural remedies in order to pass the pharmacy. We not only studied them, we had to master them. You had to master them. In fact, the final exam in pharmacognosy, which is a study of the active ingredients in plants, consisted of 50 little pieces of paper lined up on a table, on a lab table, each one would have a leaf, a twig, a little piece of bark, and uh, from some plant, you had to go along, put the Latin name, the American name, the name of the active ingredient in that plant, and what area of the body it was used for. And if you missed over five, you flunked the course, and you're out. How you like wow. that? Wow. Wow. I have I have a that is very interesting. I have a a, a, a niece who is studying bioplant and she's done some great achievements with bioplant study. She's working on her doctorate now. And and Wonderful. I know I use the oils a lot because I just feel like it is so important that we go back to the natural remedies of which God has planned for our bodies. You're exactly right, and that is one of the main reasons I wrote Mm -hmm. that book, because when you stop and think, when people of color were brought over from Africa and um, put in all kinds of um, positions, such as slavery and all of that, and they didn't have this privilege of going around the corner to the emergency room or going down the street to the pediatrician, but they would raise seven, eight, nine children, kept them healthy, and in many cases much healthier than we are today. And it makes you wonder, well, if they had no education, in fact, speaking of education, my parents, mother and father, Neither one of them finished grade school, and I'm an only child, so I couldn't Mm -hmm. fall back on any brothers or sisters for help. And yet, I kept my mother going till she was three weeks away from 102, 
and I took care of my father who had Parkinsonism along with raising four children here and running the store by myself for 47 years, and yet we got them all taken care of. So when somebody tells me, oh, I can't do that, I can't do this or that, I look at them. Yeah, you can do it if you want to make the make an effort. Sure, it's not easy, but life we weren't promised a, a gravy train when we come here. That's why I put Amen. that book together yes. so that people in this generation and the next generation would have some idea of how we use what we had available, natural remedies, to survive. And Lord knows we have survived much better in those days than we are today. That With is all so the high-tech high. everything, all the prestigious yeah. universities, and all of this going for us, and yet we got more problems than we ever had since they brought us over. That Tough is to so think true. About, isn't it? Marcia and I were talking just last week on the air for Mother's Day, and we were talking about the different remedies that our parents used to use in order to uh, to bring us to health. And one of the ones that I called out was aspicit. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. Oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> I dispensed I sold so much of that. <laughs> but, oh, Lord, yes. But now in today's world, in today's world, those types of internal preparations that were used on infants are uh, have been uh, – <clears throat> Uh, excluded from use in any child under two, and that's orders of the Food and Drug Administration. Very true, very true. Well, we took it all the way until we were 16. And I I must have dispensed hundreds and hundreds of (laughs) bottles of that. But what can I say? We're ruled by the Food and Drug Administration, our great government, and they're the ones who make all these types of decisions. Colic medicine and catnip tea and all of that we use. But what can I say? You know, uh, I want to, you talked about some of the being one out of three with diabetes, heart problems, um, obesity, overweight. I know you have made your own supplement because I want to focus on Ten most common health issues that are plaguing us as um, all Americans, not just African Americans too, but I know we tend to take the lead on a lot of this. And one is obesity, uh, being overweight. Um, well, when I was just in your keep store, in you... mind, right? Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, you are what you eat. <clears throat> Therefore, if your dietary habits. <clears throat> are not the best, and you're consuming food that's not beneficial or for your body, and in many cases has toxic waste matter included from the manufacture of the uh, preparation, lo and behold, all of that can lead to inflammation, and from inflammation, here comes your heart disease, blood pressure, 
cholesterol, diabetes, and cancer, and a whole host of other problems, simply because our diet has not been what it should be to keep us healthy. And while we're on that subject matter, the most beneficial, healthiest diet on this planet Earth is the Mediterranean diet. And in the last uh, um, scientific studies as to the healthiest countries in the world, well, they come up with Spain being number one, Iceland number two, Switzerland three, and Japan number four in the world. Wow. And those countries, by the way, don't have practically any of the scientific, high-tech activity and medications and institutions that we have here. And the next question you should ask, Carter, well, Carter, if, if that's the case and we have all of this going for us, where did we stand in the world? Yes. Well, listen carefully. Number 35, 34 countries in the world are ahead of us as far as being health healthier. Something to think about, isn't it? Wow. Yes, yeah, that is. So have you, have you had uh, to deal with a lot of Alzheimer's or dementia? Oh, and, Lord, yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. Because I know that that's on the and, rampage uh, now. Uh, here's something to think about. In the last, oh, we'll say 10 years, and there's been so much discussion concerning Alzheimer's and and uh, dementia, and yet our four parents, I, if you would mention those types of problems to them, they would look at you like you were from Mars. They didn't even know what you're talking about. My mm-hmm. mother, who passed almost 102, she could tell you the birthdays of all the grandchildren and great-grandchildren, nieces, nephews. and She remembered things that I didn't remember. And she was almost 102. Now, doesn't that make you wonder, well, why are those people free of all of those problems? And yet, in the general public, uh, they're confronted with all of that. All those issues, dementia, Alzheimer's, and all the other problems that I just mentioned. Did that make you wonder? Yes, it does. And the fact that it, it, it's not just the elderly now, but it's backing up some ages now. So Why, like no, absolutely. 40, the, and that uh, has been a concern. Why, to me. certainly. The the millennia that's, and, uh, and uh, these people that come along after World War II. Um, are just inundated with all these problems. And it makes you wonder, how come? Well, in all of my uh, investigational work, where I had the privilege of reviewing all these scientific studies by the hundreds, it all comes back to the fact that our diet is uh, one of the main, main reasons for all of us little creatures 
in North America to be suffering with so many different uh, issues. And when you stop and think, countries like Japan, and which I know about because I spent so much time there, uh, our home port was Yokohama, and uh, we always stopped off at Okinawa and all of these different uh, Asian countries. And uh, I would look at these people, and uh, especially in Okinawa, and I would ask them, uh, you know, they're out there playing tennis and riding their bicycles and all of that. And I'd find one who could speak a little English, and I would ask them, well, how, how old are you? And they'd look at me, oh, 95, 98, oh, 92, 85. I said, well, Where's the people in their 60s and 70s at? He said, oh, you mean those teenagers? And I said, well, just drop the subject. <laughs> but I find out years later that there's a reef, a coral reef runs under the water by Okinawa. And this is the same water that these inhabitants consume and has all of these special nutrients in it that kept them so healthy. So there you are, folks. You are what you consume. And uh, if you consume uh, food items and and other items that are loaded with a toxic waste matter and uh, your body over a period of time is going to reap what you sow. Yeah. Now, tobacco. Uh, tobacco consumption is really big in our community and substance abuse. Is there something natural we can do to help crave that substance and uh, tobacco craving? Oh, this is becoming a major, major issue. Well, you know that. And uh, opiate uh, 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 overdose and Mm -hmm. um, deaths from that are just off the chart. But in any event, Somehow, some way, we're going to have to make a concentrated effort. People who are in medicine and and also people who are in uh, <clears throat> positions of authority are going to have to start making some concentrated effort to uh, school the people, especially young people, on the bad effects of these of that type of behavior and that type of activity and how it can cause your demise and hopefully prayerfully get over to them the absolute terrible um effects of this type of of uh, activity that so often is just about inundating our lifestyle and until you're able to get across to these individuals the terrible effects and how it affects the brain um, and without a question and of course you know what happens there well if we don't get this information out there and get these individuals to start making changes it's only going to get worse is not going to get better. In fact, uh, there's like in this state, 
they're uh, <clears throat> debating right now whether to legalize this marijuana stuff. And, of course, you know and I know it's only a matter of The cannabis oil, yeah. That's the sure. right now, the cannabis. It may not happen yeah. tomorrow or the next day, but it's going to get legalized. And when that also happens, also across the state and across the country, it's, I feel it could be one of the major factors in causing the demise of people of color. I know wow. you don't say, oh, Carter, no, you just being. No, I understand. Uh, but it's just coming. Look, all you have to do when you're in my type of business, see what you see every day, every day, all day long. I got a test coming up. I need something to clean my system to pass. Wow. Well, if you didn't uh, in in engage in that type of activity, you wouldn't have to worry about cleaning your system to take a test yeah. for your job. And uh, but that's what, all of this type of activity has been found through some of the most credible scientific studies ever done to cause brain damage. And I what, provide what them with that information. Of course, they look at me like, what did I come in here for? But <laughs> I tell them, I wrote a pamphlet on it. I give my pamphlet, tell them what you're, what you're headed for if you don't uh, uh, change your lifestyle. Of course, who knows? Probably one in a hundred would even uh, pay, pay any attention to that kind of information whatsoever. But I give it to them anyway. What about the cannabis oil that comes from the marijuana? Because you, know, you see so many people using it for seizures and children and saying their oh, children are yes. more calm. Uh, absolutely. Is that the CBD? Cannabidolol, the active ingredient. Well, they're claiming now, when I say they, I'm talking about the scientific community, that if you utilize the uh, preparation coming from hemp rather than from the other plant, uh, uh, by the way, are you aware that hemp and a cannabis plant are the same? Only reason yes. that it's called hemp is that because of the low amount of THC. And if, when it gets to a certain level, then it's it's referred to as cannabis. So it's the same plant. Oh, okay. It, it just all, all depends right. on the level of uh, THC in the plant. So now there is a... Um, CBD combination available that comes from an orange field with absolutely no possibility of THC, but yet has the ability to give all these benefits uh, as far as controlling seizures and and um, a whole host of other benefits. They claim as a mile long. In fact, I saw some studies the other day that indicated that uh, 
this uh, active ingredient can cure everything but death. <laughs> so what can I say? No, I tell no, you, you said, but nevertheless, you said from orange when peel? you cut through all of that stuff and you read everything out there, just keep that this issue that involved uh, this type of activity has been found through some of the most credible studies that have ever been done. All of this brain damage and a whole host of other medical issues. Just thought I would run that by you. Okay. So my understanding now, um, is to say that the hemp is from an orange peel. No, yeah, I'm that's sorry. what I wanted well, to talk about. Yeah. No, no. What? Uh, excuse me. What? What was that again? The hemp is from Marcia. an orange. The hemp is from an orange peel. No, 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 no. My dear, listen carefully. There has been found just recently, in fact, we have it available here at the store, that this particular cannabinoid that's responsible for all the benefits and so forth, rather than coming from the hemp or the marijuana, has now coming from an orange peel with no possibility, absolutely zero possibility of any THC. Awesome. And hardly anybody on this planet is aware of it. That is awesome. Yes. You'd be amazed, my dear, when you start looking into the background of all this different uh, ideas out there and uh, medications and, well... As an example, are you aware that this uh, blood pressure medication that's so widely used, the uh, Valsartan and the uh, Lisinopril and, and on and on and on, have in many cases some of the most disastrous side effects that you could ever, ever, ever encounter? In yes, fact, now listen carefully, that one preparation that's so widely used for blood pressure patients and told it they'll be on it for the rest of their life, Valsartan. And it's also in combination with another blood pressure medication called amlodipine, hydrochlorothiazide. These are all standard preparations that about 95% of the people once a diagnosis is made or put on. Well, this Valsartan was just recently um, pulled off the market, and you say, well, why, Carter? Because it's found to be carcinogen. Carcinogen, wow. what's that all about? Causing cancer? Causes cancer. There's also hmm. a very, very popular blood pressure medication that's been used for years and years and years and years, and just recently has been found not to be appropriate 
for people of color. Now, how you like that? And when you I stop and think, the blood pressure issue can also be responsible for kidney failure. And it's been now found that chronic kidney failure, one of the main reasons for it, and one of the main mm-hmm. reasons for all these dialysis centers dialysis opening up a new one practically every week mm-hmm. is because of the medication from blood pressure, diabetic, and antacids. And you heard me right. Antacids like Tums and Rolaids and those are some of the three different areas that is causing the most problems in the kidneys that is leading to dialysis. And you say, well, Carter, if I diagnose with it, what other choice have I got? Well, there's natural remedies out there. Uh, One in particular, a combination of celery seed extract and garlic, and you both, well, you know about garlic. You've probably never heard about celery seed extract. But two yes, of the I most have heard beneficial of natural supplements to lower the blood pressure. And now they have combined that with magnesium to uh, prevent heart disease, repair heart valve damage, L-glutathione um, for, or uh, L, uh, no, 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 uh, another preparation uh, for um uh, Uh, Preventing hardening of the arteries. Prevent hardening of the arteries. Um, I'll tell you the name in a minute. Also, it contains hawthorn and rosemary to improve the circulation. And that improved circulation in the lower limbs can uh, prevent that swelling that so often happens in the lower limbs, and in the ankles. Those two preparations have some of the best reputation of preventing that, simply by improving the circulation. Um, L-arginine, that's the preparation that has the ability to prevent hardening of the arteries. It also has a medication to remove, remove this plaque build up on the artery walls that leads to heart attacks and strokes because the blood can't get through to the heart and therefore can't get through to the brain. All of these preparations that I just related to are all available in one combination, all natural, all safe, no side effects, and you don't have to worry about all these problems relating to carcinogen and and, uh, problems relating to uh, people of color being adversely affected by uh, these medications. What about, that is is awesome, what about beet juice? Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. In fact, I start talking, that's a very interesting subject matter. I started talking about it on a radio show here, um, oh, about, 
five months before it was ever even mentioned anywhere because I had read some scientific studies about all of its ability to lower the cholesterol and blood pressure and on and on and on. And lo and behold, after about, oh, two or three sessions of a discussion of beet juice, lo and behold, here comes all the scientific studies and literature. And uh, now it's just uh, almost uh, uh, in a category by itself as far as being beneficial in so many different areas. Yes, ma'am. You know, I do... I do fermented beets, and fermented beets are very powerful. And, you know, I was at an event here in Atlanta. I mean, in Lithia Springs, our state representative, Roger Bruce, had a family fun day. And I went out there with my table introducing fermented foods to the community because most of us as African Americans, we, you know, some of, many of us are, are becoming more and more aware of our health, wanting to make some changes. And that's, I've been on this journey with this business for 12 years, and in the beginning, nobody was listening. But now we have a lot of young people who are becoming vegetarians or vegan, and they're now wanting to change. They want to lose the weight. And um, I had a friend of mine who had low iron. Her iron was so low they were ready to do injections uh, for Letitia. And she started drinking the beet juice, and it brought her blood Right, level right back where it's supposed to be, and she didn't have to do the injection. So, that food is, is designed to be our medicine. Food is designed to be our medicine. So, and we want to share with people what that is like. And beet, right. beet juice is powerful. Dr. Carter, I they tried to say that I was uh, diagnosed from one visit of uh, I had gone through something, and I went to the doctor, and they said I had high blood pressure. And I tried to tell them, no, I don't. It's the situation that I went through. So they wanted to prescribe three medications to me, the very ones that you're talking about. And I ran out of that office I'm because I knew, I knew I did not want to take medication for that, and I knew and it was not something. once they put you on there, first thing they're going to say, my dear, now, keep in mind, you're on this for life. Exactly. And, and that was what get, she told me. That was exactly what she told me. And if you get uh, any kind of bad reaction, come back and we'll give you another medication to exactly. uh, take care of the bad reaction. So until what you're I, on about 15 or 20 different medications exactly. for all so the what different I, problems. What I did was I went to the beet juice, the coconut water, and the garlic. I crushed up garlic in ice cold water, and I would sip on it, and I would drink the beet juice. And now I'm fine. That is marvelous. Best move so, you could have made. You had yes. about 30 years onto your lifespan. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. It was, it was, it was just studying that. And I did also add, um, because I, I sell the uh, doTERRA oils, I, sell, I, I did clary sage oils. And it was for blood pressure, yes. and, and so I, I did that also. And I have I have been feeling so good from that. And the beet juice gives so much energy. So I do understand what you're saying about that. And I, I see my parents on the blood pressure medicine, and I see what it's doing to them. It's just it's I, I just can't say enough of, enough about it. Absolutely terrifying. 
and everything that I have the pleasure of reviewing, you know, scientific studies, are all coming up and finding out something new as far as uh, the uh, detrimental effect of the prescribed medication. This is true. This is all you see on TV is the commercials of what, yes. where they're suing the medicines and, and what side effects has happened. And, and a lot of them are having more side effects than what it's supposed to be given for. So I, I do understand that. And, of course, keep in mind, my dear, <clears throat> that that type of information I'm giving you for blood pressure also applies to diabetes. And Lord wow. knows, as we speak, wow. The possibility, possibility of people of color being diagnosed with diabetes is one in three. And also somewhere between 95%, between 90 and 95% of us people of color who have not been diagnosed with diabetes are in the category of pre-diabetic. Now think about that. And, and the prescribed medication is loaded with side effects, and you say, well, Carter, well, what other choice have I got? Well, there's a preparation of a natural supplement found in a plant originally grown in the desert region of Mexico, and the scientific community named this supplement that they found, Hintonia, H-I-N-T-O-N-I-A, Lataflora, L-A-T-I-F-L-O-R-A, as being one of the most beneficial preparations that's ever come along that has the ability to reverse, and you heard me correctly, I didn't stutter, reverse type 2 diabetes. That is amazing. Now, think about that. When you talk to some of your family members, and oh, boy, I sure wish I could get off this metformin. It's got so many side effects. Well, now you got something you can turn to and take it, and hopefully, prayerfully, by following a good dietary program where you lose the mm-hmm. weight and all of that. And, uh, of course, one of the best dietary programs, as I just mentioned, Net- is the med- Mediterranean diet. Mediterranean diet. And you can talk to your doctor about the possibility of getting weaned off of the metformin and go on to the uh, uh, Antonia Lataflora. How about you that? Know, that is wonderful. But, you know, uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, high blood pressure. Now, how do doctors, and I know back during the days when you were a pharmacist, you've never seen the number of people taking diabetes and uh, high blood pressure medication like we're doing today. But I met a young lady who's been on blood pressure medication since the age of 12. What what possibility can we have given children at age 12 high blood pressure medication or 
Is it due to weight or diet or stress for young kids today? They're one of the biggest issues among the young people today is their weight. They have some of the worst dietary habits on this planet, and that has contributed to all of this excess weight they're carrying around. And that weight is responsible for inflammation, and the inflammation is what leads to all the problems. The diabetic, high blood pressure, cholesterol, cancer, all of that coming from inflammation that's derived initially from this uh, diet that they're involved with. And that's that's one of the things I was getting ready to ask you about inflammation. Is inflammation one of the, I hear you say, it's one of the biggest causes for a lot of the ailments that we're going through? Absolutely. Inflammation and obesity. Absolutely correct. Okay. Right. Wow. Wow. And what about the what yeah. about the gut? Um, I'm understanding that even inflammation in the gut is causing a lot of oh um, Lord problems. have mercy. I talked about that on the radio show this week. That little gland, about the size of a peanut, sitting on top of the kidneys, called the adrenal gland, that's responsible for the fight or flight. Uh, mechanism in the body to come to its rescue whenever it's under attack. Well, that's all fine, except in today's world where stress is something that we encounter practically every day, either in our work environment or home environment or whatever. And, of course, this causes the adrenal gland to get overworked. Well, therefore, since it's also responsible for taking care of the uh, gastrointestinal tract um, because it's so adversely affected by stress, and when the adrenal gland is overworked and can't really do the job that it's intended to, of course, that's when all of these gastrointestinal issues will arise but they have a special combination that's specifically formulated to address all of those gastrointestinal issues naturally, safely, and clear them up, all with the activity of the adrenal gland. How about that? That's something. That That is wonderful. And these, these preparations that are never mentioned hardly ever by your doctor or news media or whatever, you never hear a peep about them. And when Carter brings up these different uh, ideas, they look at me like, well, I never heard of that. I know. Right. Well, right. it's a fact. If you want to study the uh, scientific uh, literature, you'll find it there, but you won't find it anywhere else. Hmm. Dr. Carter, give people information on how they're able to reach you or call you uh, or even get your book because your book is great, and this is important for us. I think it's truly important for us to have your book, to share that knowledge of what you put in that book, and 
how they can be able to talk to you. Because I know for a fact, I've been in that store, Mr. Carter, take time to talk to his customers. People come in from all over. I think one time I was in there and some guy from some New York somewhere was in there visiting with Dr. Carter. So he has that patience and that uh, charisma that just bring people in because they know he has the knowledge. So share with them how they're able to reach you. Well, my dear, uh, probably one of the quickest ways is through the store, and the phone number for the store is uh, 414-442-8760. Otherwise, uh, my cell number, which uh, I'm generally always available, even when I'm not even at the store, is uh, 414 217-7832. So that's probably, or you can send information like what your diagnosis is and all of that through the mail uh, to 2400 West Burleigh. That's spelled capital B-U-R-L-E-I-G-H. Street, Milwaukee, M-I-L-W-A-U-K-E-E, Wisconsin, W-I, 53206. And that way you can uh, send uh, the uh, material. And, of course, keep in mind, though, uh, I don't have a lot of time to review some of all this, so it may take me a, a little bit because I got... Uh, three radio shows a week and and then I do these uh, conferences and talks well tomorrow I will be involved in a symposium on heart disease and uh, blood pressure from 1 o'clock in the afternoon to 6 o'clock at night at the Medical College of Wisconsin and there will be involved about Oh, 20 different scientists and doctors, and I think there's a one more pharmacist, all in a nurse, and all involved in this symposium on how to, the best ways of treating this uh, heart disease. And, and uh, since this has become such a major, major issue, well, it's the re- leading reason we're leaving this world. So I guess that's one reason why they decided to have this symposium. Will that symposium be on the air? I'm sorry. No. Will it? It's uh, it's it. The uh, I guess this. Oh, what do they call it? Like a like big a auditorium or something at the Medical College of Wisconsin. But uh, wow. Uh, I it's. I heard you say I, that you I don't think it's the public. I. I've never been involved in this before, so I'm I'm, I'm not sure just okay. who I, all the other participants will be. I heard you say that you will be on the radio. Um, oh yes, well that's the, another. Yeah, that's that regular. Can you give us that information? I, I'm sorry. What's that again? 
What information can you give us about the radio? How we can oh, listen the radio to the radio Tuesday morning from not, uh, wait a minute now, from 10 to 11, I'm on this uh, radio show in Columbus, Mississippi. Oh, really? I'm yes. from Mississippi. Every Tuesday morning uh, mm-hmm. from, um, from 10 to 11. And then every Thursday from 1 to 1.30, I'm on the radio here in Milwaukee. Uh, from one to one thirty, and uh, I discuss all different types of medications, current trends, and all of that, and what people are talking about, what questions they've been asking, and all of that. So, oh yes, this is awesome. Now. Um- we're going to take a break, but when we come back from the break, I have a few more questions uh, about HIV. And one thing I'm looking at the news, and I think what we really need to address, especially in the African-American community, is mental health. Mental health, I see so, especially here, when, you know, looking at that young man throwing that boy down over in the Mall of America over the uh, baluster in that little boy, I really pray for that family. But we, and we, don't address mental illness and being able to help people to get some um, help um, from a natural perspective. And we want to talk about that and see your point of view from a natural perspective. I just want to remind our listening audience, we're uh, we're listening to the the D-Hour Network with Marcia Fattison for your help. So, you know, we're not the Brady Bunch, but Marcia Dixon and Marcia Fattison is co-hosting today. <laughs> and we have our guest, Mr. Dr. Lester L. Carter, who we welcome back and love for him to be here. But we'll be back with more questions on the D-Hour Network for your help. So
audience, you're on the D-Hour Network, and I'm your host, Marcia Sattison, with For Your Health. But I also want to remind our listening audience that this uh, radio show, all the advice and information presented here is for the purpose of information and education only. It should not be construed as offering medical advice or diagnosis or any treatment or illness or injury or prevention of any health problems. The viewer should consult with their licensed physician or their health care practitioner for proper diagnosis and treatment. Uh, Dr. Carter, uh, thank you for being on again. Uh, I've had you on many times again. I know we hope to have you again. But I want to bring up another issue that is really plaguing, uh, especially here in Atlanta, I know, HIV and AIDS. What uh, What do you have to say about that from a natural perspective? Well, my dear, <clears throat> both of those medical issues come under the category of autoimmune disease, which simply means the body attacking the body. With that all said, one of the most effective natural supplements that has been found to have the ability to stop the progress of those types of issues is what they call an autoimmune disease um, treatment um, um, uh, amino acid called L-glutathione, G-L-U-T-A-T-H-I-O-N-E. And this particular amino acid, L-glutathione, is one of the most effective natural uh, supplements that's currently available to help stop the progress and in many cases uh, has the ability to actually reverse 
autoimmune disease that includes the two you just mentioned. So lupus is one? And it's available. There's nothing weird about it or anything. No side effects. It's all natural. And where can you find this at? Where is this available at? At your regular health food store. Go in your okay. health food store and say, you know, I was listening to this uh, uh, pharmacist talk about uh, autoimmune disease, uh, and I was wondering if you have this preparation that he was referring to called L-glutathione that uh, okay. you can get information on. It's all available so that you know exactly what it is. Just be sure to request the uh, a copy of the scientific study so that you know exactly what it does and what it addresses and how it works. Okay. Which, would you spell no, that for us again? Can you spell that no, I'm sorry, what's that again? Would you spell that she for us again? again? Oh, sure. L, like in Lester, dash, glutathione, G-L-U-T-A-T-H-I-O-N-E. Okay, good. Great. Thank you. Marcia, you have any other questions regarding? Yes, uh, I have a question. I do have a question. Um, I'm understanding that at the age of 60, one out of every three uh, people in America will will uh, be affected by shingles. Oh, Lord. That's, that's another <laughs> issue. My stars in heaven. It's not life-threatening, but, boy, if you ever come down with it, you think it is, simply because it's so painful and and uh, so disruptive to your daily routine, and of course you already know, comes from chicken pox, that um, you pick up maybe as a teenager, and then it goes into, uh, <clears throat> uh, goes, goes into the system, becomes inactive, and then later in life, some stressful activity uh, that you get involved with can cause this to come to the surface. And, of course, that's when all the pain and whatever. But uh, in the event that 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 does happen, there are some very excellent natural remedies. You'll find them right in your... Uh, health food store that are specifically formulated to relieve the pain, soreness, and all of that other that is involved with shingles. Uh, Prince of Peace has a excellent combination. Uh, Dr. Christopher, he has an excellent combination. Uh, you'll see all of these when you go into the health food store. And uh, as we speak, those are the type of preparation that will give you the most relief. Now, does that have something to do with autoimmune system also? Now, what what about the immune system? Does does the shingles have something to do with the autoimmune oh, system also? I haven't seen any 
specific uh, scientific studies to indicate that. Uh, I suppose it's possible, but it's it's one of those childhood problems r- relating to chickenpox, and then it lies. Once you get over it, then it lies dormant in the system for maybe 20, 30 years or longer. And then it's generally brought to the surface because of some type of real stressful activity. And that's what brings it to the surface. So you're saying the Prince of Peace and Dr. Christopher had some remedies. Right. They have remedies. And uh, you may find even a couple more in there, depending on what brands they carry. But um, I have had some good success with those combinations. Yes, ma'am. That's awesome. Now, I have a question. The measles, I want to, before the show, I want to address immunization and the measles. The outbreak, I think they had over 300-some cases throughout the United States with the measles, and they're really pushing for everyone to have the measles shot, even those who had them before, do the shots again. What's your thought on that with regarding the measles well, and the immunization? Speaking now, speaking now as a pharmacist, I have, okay. I have to uh, endorse the uh, idea of getting the measles uh, vaccine because it is a major problem, and uh, in some areas of the country, it has got completely out of control. And uh, but as a pharmacist, I have to recommend getting the vaccine to prevent and slow down and hopefully stopping the spread of it. Now, is there anything natural we can do for it, too, for those who want to do it on the natural side? Oh, I suppose there is, but I'm I'm not aware of it. So if I'm not, if I don't have specific information on it, then I'm not going to endorse it. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Okay. Okay, so I just want to talk about Now, mental health, mental health. And I do know from my studies and what I've learned and even some – that food and alcohol and drugs, as you mentioned earlier, can affect one's mental health. And oh, I know uh, emotional without depression. And so what can we do and encourage people from a natural well, perspective there, on the mental health? There are some natural remedies available. Uh, of course, you know, well, maybe you don't know, but uh, practically all of the prescribed medications for mental health come with a whole host of different um, side effects, including even uh, uh, side effects dealing with uh, uh, where they're getting, uh, what's the term I'm looking for, where they're getting hooked on them, I'll put it that way. But in any Uh-oh. event, mm-hmm. there are available some very excellent natural remedies to help improve the mental health. They contains the valerium. You've heard of that. That's nothing mm-hmm. new. That's an herb. has been used very successfully. Um, lemon balm, that's another one, has been used mm-hmm. in that area. Nothing weird about it or anything. Um, 
so there are available some very excellent natural combinations now to address this mental health issue. So don't just throw up your hands and and uh, say there's nothing else I can do. No. Mm-mm. Before you go on all of the uh, preparations out there with uh, so many of the side effects, look into the possibility of of uh, getting uh, started on one of those natural ones. And there's many of them out there. Okay. I have two yeah. other questions for you. Do we have okay. time more? Yeah, we yeah, we got a few more minutes. Yes, ma'am. Go okay. Ahead. Would you this is a very big huge problem within the within society today, two of them. Uh, incontinence with lithy bladders, also prostate cancer and impotence with men. Now, I'm I'm sorry. What what did you say about prostate cancer? Prostate uh, problems, also the impotence of men. The prostate problems. Say that for me, Marcia, so that he can get it. Uh, prostate uh, men who have uh, uh, erectile problems, getting uh, erectile problems. That's becoming a major, major issue. Major and issue. And even at a younger age. Even younger age, you got young men who have erectile uh, problem um, oh, certainly, and certainly. because of mm-hmm. this hectic, stressful lifestyle that so many of us are involved with. But keep in mind, mm-hmm. there are available right today some very excellent natural remedies that can give them the benefit that they're looking for naturally, safely, much less expensive, and uh, and the uh, benefit even lasts longer. One preparation that they might want to inquire about is on-demand. On-demand. Simple, no big thing. Comes in singles, fours, and tens, and uh, runs about ten bucks a a uh, tablet, but what I'm saying is that preparations like this, which so many uh, fellows are not familiar with, can be more beneficial, last longer, less expensive than all of the prescribed type, and it's and available. The, and the other one was uh, the other one was leaky bladder. Oh Lord. That's becoming another big <laughs> issue. My stars in heaven. Well, there's when you go into the <clears throat> area of the health food store, ask them where the Health Plus line is. And uh, uh, when they show you that area, you'll see some of the most effective natural remedies for controlling bladder issues. Um Another preparation that has an excellent track record in that area, put out by Terry, T-E-R-R-Y, naturally, that's the name of the company, has a very excellent uh, preparation for getting 
that extra control over the bladder. Wonderful preparation. No side effects and no problem taking it. <clears throat> Doesn't interfere with other medications, but it has an excellent track record of improving the um, uh, bladder to a point where it can eliminate that involuntary urination. That's awesome. Wow. It's That's amazing great. what we can it's amazing what we what God has already put on the earth that will help to assist us in, in different illnesses that will continue our lives to 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 be able to gain uh, strength and to be made better in you know in, in even existing today. So I'm just excited about talking with you today. And just another issue that so often ladies will encounter especially after, say, 40, um, where they have these bladder issues, that's becoming extremely commonplace now. One of the preparations, if you want to write it down, that comes very highly recommended, specifically for female use, is called Inurate, E-N-U-R-A-I-D. Works absolute wonders. Simple, easy to take, not complicated, but it can get back that control over the bladder and eliminate that involuntary uh, urination issues. Now, how you like that? I love that's it. That's a lot. I love it. I do too. And, and that's why I love having you on the show, Doctor Carter, because you know. We, we don't hear this wisdom or this knowledge, and it's out here. And, like, you you back it up with scientific proof because anybody go into that store, you to have copies sometimes of information of, of giving that to validate what he's sharing with you and giving you. So, again, Dr. Carter, give us your information so people can make sure they can give you a call, go to the store to pick up the book, and I'm encouraging you to pick up the book. Uh, give us your number again and the store location in Milwaukee, okay, Wisconsin. Okay, my dear. The store location is 2400 West Burleigh. That's spelled capital B-U-R-L-E-I-G-H Street, Milwaukee, M-I-L-W-A-U-K-E-E, Wisconsin, W-I-5-3-2-0-6. Now, that's the location, and the phone number there uh, is uh, 414-442-8760, and we're open Monday through uh, Friday, uh, 9 to 6.30, and on Saturday, we're open 9 to 4. Now, what days are you up there, Dr. Carter? What days are you at the store? And this is my 51st year here on this corner. Wow. Congratulations. I'm here here on Mondays. Well, I won't be here this coming Monday because of the symposium I'll be involved with. But normally I'm here on Mondays, Wednesdays, uh, Thursdays, and Saturday. Wow. Wow, that is great. And how old are you, Dr. Carter? You were 80 what? 
I'm sorry, what's that? What's your age? You're 80 what? 80, 87. 87. 87 in my 61st year of practice. And goes to work every day. And you know, it's just amazing. And then I think I called up there during the winter time, and he was going in to work for some of his employees that couldn't get in. So (laughs) he he still worked it. He still worked it. I do have that happens a lot. <laughs> Marcia, if we have if we have just a moment, I have one question. Yes, what would you what would you what would you say, Doctor Carter, to the young people today who are interested in going into pharmacy but are afraid to make that step because of I do everything situation. humanly possible to try to encourage young people to go into pharmacy. I speak at the. Um, Schools all over, uh, all of the uh, secondary schools, and I speak, oh, my goodness, all over on that issue. And uh, when I give the talks at various churches and other places, I always try to encourage young people to think about going into pharmacy, and I warn them up front, it's not a picnic. It's 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 tough going, but once you uh, finished it and mastered it, I'm telling you, I can't think of any profession on this planet where you can be more satisfied in uh, your accomplishments. That's awesome. I look forward to meeting you, and I look forward to making that trip with Marcia to see you in Wisconsin. <laughs> She's told me a lot about you, and I'm just really thrilled, and now I just want to meet you. I just want to meet you face-to-face okay. with, because of the, the knowledge and the wisdom that you carry with the earth. I have now patients and customers and whatever from one coast to the other, California and all the states in between. Yeah. That's, that's okay. great. Okay, we're, we're we're reaching summertime. This is summertime. It's it's going to be in the nineties here this week in Atlanta, Georgia. Mosquitoes. What can we use for mosquito bite? And talk about the benefits of the sun before we get ready to leave. Because we want people to get out and enjoy the sun because they get well, vitamin get out, D from enjoy the sun. Enjoy the sun. Of course, um, uh, people of color have a little advantage over the other uh, <laughs> individuals in that they don't get that much problem as far as uh, sunburn and all that. But nevertheless, with that all said, it's still a good idea to put a protective uh, lotion on, and there's many of them out there, Uh, no big thing at all. But just as a protection, even though you're not not, uh, involved to the point of, the people in the other races, but uh, but the sun is a natural source of vitamin D, and you all know mm-hmm. how, benefic- how beneficial that is. Yes. So that's one area uh, that you might want to consider getting involved. You don't have to stay out there forever, but um, getting involved and getting some extra sun during those uh, uh, warm days is beneficial, very beneficial. And what do we do for mosquito bites? 
uh, to stop them from biting. I, my granddaughter, she stepped outside. No one else would get by, bitten, but they would seem like they zoom in on her. And that's me. And just, <laughs> that's no, me. I'm, I'm sorry. What, what, what was that? I was saying we're, my we're granddaughter, saying we, get... we go outside, and she will, all the mosquitoes find her. They won't find nobody else but her. They would eat her up. Is something natural we can put, or is there something that's attracting the mosquitoes to her, or what's going oh, on? Oh yes, Lord have mercy. That's been an issue forever and ever. Um, just uh, go down to your local store and get some. Uh, um, oh, starts with a C. I, I want to say chlorella, but that's not the number. That's not no, the right. No, uh, um, you. You you know what I mean, and uh, yes, um, that's been used for a hundred years, and uh, put some of that it comes on in before a candle, you go out. You get it in a candle too, yeah. Oh, I can't know, name. I and that's the most reasonable of all of the uh, uh, mosquito repellents too. And what was okay. the name of it? Oh, we can't. Lord. I can't remember. Oh, you can't remember the name of it. No. Okay, right well, on the it's tip a of my tongue too. It'll come up probably before the end of the show. Yeah, yeah, cook, cook. Well, I. And what well, about sunburn? Well, a sunburn—that's a problem. But remember what your mother and grandmother used to do for sunburns. They would go in there and get that uh, butter out there. Butter. But in <laughs> today's world, uh, get the um, aloe vera, aloe vera gel. Mm-hmm. And uh, put that on, and and that's that goes back a hundred years for uh, clearing up those types of burns. Simple, easy to use, right. not complicated, and uh, simple, not doesn't cost a fortune, and that'll heal it up probably as fast as is all the fancy uh, lotions and creams out there. So the question was asked: Is there a reason the mosquitoes find her? Because I am the same way. Everybody else cannot get bit, but I will inevitably well, get bit. Well, it's just something, something in your system. Who knows? <laughs> Probably never will find out. But the main thing is to oh, get this lotion that I mentioned. Tell them it starts with a well, C. They'll know what it is. And uh, is the cal- yeah. uh, name slips away Not from it. No. Um, it's a it's a natural scent. Um, it's like a natural oil. Um, okay. Oh, sure. Okay. It's just a natural oil. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And uh, put you that know, on. It. You're good to go. Right. And I want to encourage parents to get their kids out because vitamin D does help with depression. Um, I was reading a study where um, they were saying suicide rate for young kids, young girls between the ages of ten and fourteen. And I'm thinking at 10, I didn't even think about suicide. I, I didn't even know what suicide was at that age. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about killing myself, but that's on the rise. But, you know, we have so much multimedia, telephones, cell phones, uh, YouTube, and everything else, and these kids are being encouraged by other kids. But I just want to, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Marcia, for co-hosting with me. I appreciate you, girl. Dr. Carter, I want to, you know, I'm going to always call you back and have you come back on to share your wisdom, your knowledge, and so we can constantly keep feeding ourselves this because it's beneficial for us, not just 
for us to keep it for ourselves, but to share it with our children, our grandchildren, and our neighbors because people need to know how to take care of themselves. And that's what we're here about is educating, taking care of ourselves and each other. So I just want to wish everyone a blessed week. Say that again, Marcia. And where can we find the book? Uh, Oh, at the store. You can get the book right here. Is that what you ask? At the store. Yes. Yes. At Carter, at Hyatt Carter Herbal Shop. Hyatt, H A Y A T dash Carter Herbal Shop. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And just call there. Right. Yeah, you can call there and get it. Dr. Carter, you have a blessed week. Enjoy yourself for money at that conference. Um, Marsha, okay. I'll be talking with you later, but I just want to thank yeah. everyone for listening to the DR Network. I'm your host, Marsha Patterson. All this is for your health. Have a blessed week, everyone. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay.